welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 89. We made it. Wow. Wow. What a week seven it was. Jets, Patriots, 54 to 13. Uh, it's going to be a voicemail heavy show today, guys. Don't have another rant in me. Got it out on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and it is now Wednesday. So instead, we're going to go voicemail heavy show. It's going to be a therapy session, which is fine. But before all of that, do you know what's spookier than a black cat on Halloween? Yeah, you do. It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with promo code JETS20. That is J-E-T-S-20. Check it out. Get yourself something nice. So... Week 7 was terrible for the New York Jets. 54-13, wasn't confident in the Jets going on the road to New England. They got embarrassed. You want to talk about the coach, the general manager, the quarterback getting hurt. All bad. Like every, Everything that could possibly go wrong did go wrong in Week 7 for the New York Jets. So instead of me ranting and raving for the third, fourth day in a row, because I did on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday on the stream, on Tuesday, and now on the podcast Wednesday, uh, so if you're not checking out the Jets uh, Jets Talk 24-7 channel where myself and Green Bean go on with Ryan from Jets Talk 24-7 and do the Talking Jets panel every Tuesday, well, you're missing out because we uh, we did some commiserating over there. This is going to be – I had – by the way, I'm going to get to as many voicemails as I can. You guys are something else. You wanted to vent which is why I decided today is going to be a venting episode. And I'll mix in my thoughts, obviously, after the calls, like always. But there were 35 messages from Sunday after the game until Tuesday evening when I record. So you guys went in. I'm not going to hit all of them. It's impossible. I'd be here for three hours if I was doing that. So I'm going to get through as many as we can. We're going to start things off with Dante in Georgia. Let's do it. Hey, Matt. Dante from Georgia. Uh, I feel like every time I call you, I'm mad, so I'm going to not be mad today. Um, mostly because I'm just so numb to this that uh, getting blown out by 42 points doesn't even bother me. I mean, they blew us out by more points than we scored this year, more than likely. Like, that's it's insane. Uh, but I, I want to go back to some a, pay, a post on Loyal New York Jets fans page. Um it's a, it's a quote from Corey Davis that says, we're ready. I don't want to say too much, and in parentheses, it says that he was smiling, but we're ready. Ready for what? To take it? Like, we, awful, awful performance all the way around. And, I mean, we have the Bengals next week who just blew out the Ravens. We might not even, we should just not show up. We have a better chance of not showing up and winning than Showing up and playing to try to win. Yeah. Horrible. Um, but I saw also in your Q&A that you said that we might be a wild card team next year. Um, I just want to ask how. Um, Fair. Because 
Uh, I mean, I, I usually agree with you on a, uh, on most things you said. I'm very hopeful. I've even said that we might be a wild card team this year. But watching this team through six games, I I mean, it would have to be like a Christmas miracle for us to be a wild card team next year. It's bad. What Bill did to us today was personal. Someone pissed him off because I can't remember the last time the Patriots ran up the score on us like that. That was embarrassing. But um, anyway, uh, glad that we had two weeks off. Uh, for for this, I guess, or a week off for this, um, that was fun. But uh, go Jets! I guess keep up the good uh, good work, man. Love your content, and uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Appreciate it as always. To be fair, I did the Q and A on Saturday. Um, the hope is that the quarterback is what we thought he will be, which I'm still high on the quarterback. Would like to see him back healthy and how he finishes the year. They're going to have two picks in the top 15. They're going to have two second rounders, probably in the top 45, right? Where do you think Carolina's going? Their season's going down the tubes. That could be franchise altering. And if LaFleur and Salah figure it out, then that helps. It's a big if, but... I don't think I'm ready to definitively say that either of those two guys can't cut it in the NFL. The Jets are going with a young and inexperienced staff. Was it a mistake? Maybe. You could probably say that at this point. Can they get better? I certainly hope so. It can't get worse. Um, The hope is that they continue to develop and grow. Because if they miss the playoffs, and if they are a five-win team next year, after being, I don't know, three, four win team this year. Well, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are probably out of a job. So that, I mean, that's what it comes down to. There, there's really the excuses are going out the window. I'm not saying fire Joe Douglas after this year. But if you have another draft class with 10 people in it, another year of spending in a free agency, you, ha- you picked your coach, you picked your quarterback. And still, they're awful next year, too. I don't know what you could say at that point. Will, Dallas, what do you got? Hey, Matt, it's Will calling from Dallas again. Um, not not a great game, to say the least. Um, first of all, I hope Zach Wilson's okay. Um, game descended, I have no idea what to the extent of what the injury is but my my biggest takeaway from the game is oh my gosh resign cj mosley or at least bring in another veteran that can run that defense because oh my gosh i mean we were destroyed over the middle we need we need linebackers bad bad um and with how well the defense has has been able to play the last few weeks and then all of a sudden no cj mosley and that shows up i think i think a lot of it had to do with cj mosley um so i want your thoughts on that also um there's a lot of criticism on Michael Floor right now. I know that most of it's fair, and I'm not trying to defend him. I just think we got to give him more than one season to, to grow. Um, I mean, you look at Andy Reid's stats from his first season. I think I think the Eagles ranked 30th in offense at the end of his first year. And same thing with Greg Roman. His offense wasn't great the first time he started calling plays. So um, I just think we got to give him more time. He's a uh, He's a rookie play caller, just the same as a rookie quarterback needs time to grow. So, yeah, just give me your thoughts on those two things. And as always, go Jets. CJ Mosley being out, 
I figured it was going to be an issue. I was worried about that. If you hung around for the pregame live, I did a live stream beforehand. I don't think I have it in me to do a pregame this week. Plus, I'm working on Sunday, too, with odds. So um, I'm going to be a little preoccupied uh, before the game. But um, C.J. Mosley was severely missed. What he does for this defense is tremendous. They need help at the linebacker position. It shows you just how poor they are beyond C.J. Mosley at that position. Like, really bad. It's scary how bad. And as it goes with LaFleur, yeah. I mean, you don't bring in a rookie play caller and then pull the plug after six games or even after a 16-game season. You probably are giving him a second year. Is it is it good? No. It's awful. It's really, really, really bad. Really bad. But if you're going with a rookie coach and a rookie first-time play caller, I... I don't I don't think they're pulling the plug on it. I don't. I think they're giving this thing time. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, but I, I'm with Will. I don't think they're pulling the plug here this early. Nick, Suffolk. Hey, man, it's Nick from Suffolk County, New York. Uh, hire Michael for uh, That's it. That's the call. Goodbye. And then you have that end of the spectrum. That is a perfect transition. That's really what they were back-to-back in the time, 4.18 and then 4.27 p.m. on Sunday. Those calls came in. They were back-to-back. Uh, it's sad boy hours. We're upset. Jets Twitter's not in a good place. Jets fandom's not in a good place. Jets YouTube, the comment section, oh, my God, the mentions, everything's bad. Bad news bears. Max, New Jersey. Hi, this is Max from Alden, New Jersey. This was the most embarrassing uh, Jets game I've ever seen. Uh, Jets lost 13-54 to by the Patriots. I think Mike White sucks, and I don't think we're going to win another game until Zach Wilson comes back. I'm sorry, but Mike White sucks, and we need to sign a backup quarterback. I think we should sign Nick Foles because right now he's, like, on the Bears. They need to trade Nick Foles before the trade that one. Mike White sucks, and I hope Zach Wilson can come back soon enough. Thank you, and go Jets. Yeah, Mike White does suck. He sucks so bad that they traded for a guy they had last year, Joe Flacco. Listen, I'm okay with the Flacco trade. Would I have preferred to just sign someone you felt comfortable with and not have to give up an asset? Yes, it's a six-rounder. Who cares? They have a billion picks. They've had a million picks over the last few years. Positive spin. Last year, Denzel Mims looked really good playing with Joe Flacco. So, I don't know. I'm looking for anything here, folks. They needed help at the position. So, they went out and they traded for help. Don't have an issue with it. Ben, Jersey. What do you got, bud? What's up, Matt? It's Ben from Jersey. It seems like everything that went wrong this game, everything that could have went wrong this game went wrong. I know, and I know this is a family-friendly podcast, so I'm not going to drop any words that I would usually drop. Thank you. But try. what the hell was that? Absolute stinker. And the fact that I was considering going to this game, thank, thank God, God you I didn't go. That would have been a waste of two hundred some dollars, whatever you want to call it. We allow fifty-four points to the New England Patriots, who have in my opinion, one of the worst offenses in football. It's just unbelievable how bad this team is. We could we can't really get anything going on off we can't get anything going on offense. And this defense just like he was just, just lost without CJ Mosley. 
Damian Harris was having ten, like 10 yards of carry in the first half. Um, Brandon Bolden, I don't know how he's still in the league. He got so many yards, and he got, I think, a touchdown or two. J.J. Taylor had some nice runs for the Patriots. Kendrick Bourne, out of all people, tossed a touchdown. John Smith cooked us. Hunter Henry got a touchdown. Jacoby Myers did Jacoby Myers things. We just got absolutely cooked by this Josh McDaniels run offense. And this, I've been a Jets fan for 10 years, and Just I've seen a lot part. of bad stuff. This is probably the worst Jets game I've ever watched in my entire life. This was absolutely disgraceful. And now that Zach Wilson's there, it's making me question whether I want to even watch the rest of this season. Because this just seems horrible. Like, this is giving me 2020 vibes. And I'm not, if Mike White is starting a quarterback for the foreseeable future, because it seemed like Zach's injury wasn't so good. I don't think it'll be season injury ending, but it's going to be – he's going to be out for a little bit. Yep. Probably a few weeks. And if Mike White is leading this offense, I am not watching the Jets. Woody Johnson needs to sell the team. Yep. Mike LaFleur is a horrible OC. I wish we got Mike McDaniel instead, but it is what it is. And I'm just looking forward to this draft. So hopefully we get a solid pick. Hopefully the Seahawks continue to lose games with Geno Smith starting. Hopefully Jamal Adams sucks. Hopefully Sam Darnold sells to the Panthers. We get a better pick. So that gave me some positivity on this season. That's all I have to say. Bye. Yeah, I'm with you. It's very hard to find good things to root for. The demise of the Panthers to help the Jets draft picks, the same thing with the Seahawks, and the fact that it falls on so many ex-Jets. Robbie, I love Robbie. He's stunk. He has not been good. Sam, oh, man. Oh, he got benched for an XFL quarterback this week. Wonderful having any Sam calls this week. Um, Who else you got? Jamal. We know the deal with Jamal. Gino. Thank you, Gino. Continue being you. Man, it's frustrating. Man, it is frustrating that it's not even Halloween. Have half the season to go, more than half the season to go. And this is the conversations we have to have. Devin's next. What's up? What's up, buddy? Devin, uh, Devin from Rhode Island calling again. Um, this is, you know, see how you're doing, checking in, man. Um, I know it was a rough one Sunday, but, uh, you know, uh, there's some there's some highlights, you know, to that day, and uh, I just wanted to go over some highlights from Sunday. And that's about <laughs> it, man. I appreciate you doing what you do. Hang in there. Oh, uh, that was genuinely very funny. That was so. That was good. That brought a smile to my face. Thank you for that, Devin. Really needed that. Jerry Jet from Massapequa. Jerry, what do we got? Matt O'Leary, this is Jerry Jet. Massapequa in the house. Matt, listen, the first thing we got, I've been a Jet fan for over 50 years, okay? I've never, well, I have seen this before. Unbelievably, it gets New England in 1979. But anyway, <laughs> we have to fire the offensive coordinator 
immediately. Immediately. First of all, we've had, we've run this West Coast offense in the mid nineties. Bruce Coslett, Ray Sherman. It don't so work. Trip down it memory does lane. not work. We have to go to a power running game and a double tight end set. You've got to scrap this whole West Coast offense. The running back, Michael Carter, that we got in the fourth round from North Carolina, he's too small, Matt. He's too small. 5'8". He's a good third down back. He's a good scat back. But they need a pounder in there, a cowbell guy that could run the ball 20, 25 times. Okay, you got to get the running game going. Get rid of this. Get rid of this West Coast offense. And listen, I'm not. I think the jury's still out on Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas, you know, there's a lot of whiffs in the draft. Free agent. Okay, should have kept Joe Flacco for another year. We got no backup quarterback now. It's a After. it's a mess. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And Robert Sala, you better grow a pair, okay? You better grow a pair, okay? Because it this is it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I, I could go on and on. I know you're pressed for time, but uh, you know, there's a lot of and the defense. We got a lot of holes. I also believe, Matt, deep in my heart, a lot of these guys that get hurt, I really don't think they want to come back and play. That That's my honest opinion. I don't think they have faith in the coaching staff. I really don't. I really, they just don't want to play. And that's all I got to say, Matt. Thanks. Thank you, Jerry Jett. Um, yeah, that was a lot. Um, it's hard to run two tight ends right now. They don't have any. Um, Michael Carter's 5'10". And only one running back in the league runs 25 times a game in Derrick Henry. Um, so I don't necessarily think we have to turn the clock back to 1975, but I... I do think that they significantly have to make some changes and make your life easy on your young quarterback and trying to make instead of trying to make it harder on your young quarterback. Um, I think that is the first of many a steps. So there's, there's clearly some work to be done. Theo, what do you got, bud? Hey, Matt, this is Theo from New Jersey. Um, I'm calling in just after your, uh, I just watched your, uh, the Jets are soft video. And you're absolutely right. They are soft. I mean, Bill Belichick has been, for the 15 years I've been watching football, Bill Belichick has always ran up the score whenever he's had the chance to. He loves doing it, especially against the Jets. So the fact that, you know, Morgan Moses and, and Sheldon Rankins are, are freaking out or whatever over this is, is ridiculous. But yep. About that abomination of that game, oh, my God, man, where do I start? Where do I start? It's that bad. was huge. I couldn't. I had to stop watching after the second Mike White interception 
I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it, man. I don't know how you do it. How you have to sit through this garbage all the time. It's I not fun. You, man. Oh, man. Like, without Zach Wilson now, I just saw that he's going to be out like two to four weeks. There's like nothing to look forward to now. Um, and I don't want to say this, but if, if this team doesn't start showing improvement from here on out, Joe Douglas has to look at this coaching staff and, and consider moving on. I mean, they, they haven't done anything for you to, outside the Tennessee game, that's it. There's nothing. They haven't done anything. There's zero growth so far. This was a massive, massive step back this week, especially after the bye week. I mean, I hope it gets better. I, I mean, I like the Robert Sala Hala, the Robert Sala hire. Um, and I thought before was, you know, going to grow into this offensive coordinator role, but it just hasn't happened. And if they don't show growth, I'm sorry. They got to be on the hot seat. I, I, I hate to say that. I've been saying, you know, back in like, you know, like week two, three or whatever that everyone was saying that, oh, we got to move on from this coaching staff. And I was like, no, no, no. Give it some time, but they're not they're not making their case uh, really well here. So um, they're not. Love the content, man. Uh, keep up doing what you're doing, and go Jets, I guess, man. Yeah, it's not it's not good. I I don't think they're gonna pull the plug on them after one year. I don't. I listen. I really understand the frustration. It's been bad. I'm not here to defend it. I just think that they kind of knew what they were getting into with a young staff that they're, they're not going to, they're not going to dump it after a year and start over again. I would just be extremely, extremely, extremely surprised. It's been bad. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think that they're just going to come out here and after one year say, okay, that's it. Sally, you got 17 games. That's it. I hope he comes. I hope they're better. When Zach comes back, I really do, because it's about as bad as it gets right now. Mike White or Joe Flacco starting on Sunday. That's the world we're living in. God almighty. I don't even know who this next call is. Don't know. Don't think they said a name. Hey, Matt. Uh, so, obviously, 54-13 is unacceptable. And I understand people are upset with Michael Floor, but to me, I just feel like this whole Shanahan-type running system, like the outside zone, it's kind of outdated. I mean, San Francisco has been struggling this year to find the run game. And I feel like, yeah, obviously you can compare Sean McVay, but Sean McVay has made adjustments. Do you think it's time that the Jets um, try and make adjustments to that outside zone or kind of figure something else out? Anyways, as always, go Jets. Yeah, I just think that they need to adjust better and use their personnel better. I think that's a completely fair and rational take that they have to use the personnel that they have better. Um, I, I, again, I just don't necessarily buy that they're going to completely overhaul this offense and what they're trying to do. Um, so while I don't necessarily think they have to go away from a West coast style offense, I just think they have to utilize their players more and their personnel better. That's all. We'll see. Positive spin. Denzel Mims did play better with Joe Flacco last year. So maybe we get some good Denzel back next call. Rez, maybe. I think it was hard to hear. I don't know. He's from Pennsylvania. I can tell you that much. Hey, Matt. Name's Rez. Live out in Pennsylvania. What's up, dude? Been a Jets fan since I was eight, man. Go Jets forever. Me too. 03. But listen, I was thinking, obviously we have this situation now with our quarterback being down probably two to four weeks, hopefully before. Hopefully, you know, he gets back his head right. Rookie quarterback is going to have rookie mistakes. Not really bothered. 
Um, and even the little score, the little show Belichick gave us, uh, it's quite normal. Uh, pain is particularly numbing us at this point, being a Jet fan for that long. I just see the upside of it. Um, I could be naive, but maybe, and I just wanted to ask, do you think this is preferably the best time to really start angling what type of things we can get in the upcoming draft? Now, I know we have some stock, um, but we still have holes specifically on that line. Also, what do you think of their use of Elijah Moore? Awful. I, I don't understand Terrible. really um, what's the gig with Mims. But more, I would have expected him to be a lot more involved. I, I, they did use him um, in this game, but I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And those first halves are killing us. They are killing us, man. And um, you know, I just wanted to get your insight. But thanks, man. God bless. Thank you. Yeah, they got to be better. I mean, there's just there's downright no excuse. They have to use both of those guys better. It's unbelievable that you have these two guys who you took in the. What, top 50? You can't figure out how to use them? Don't know. Um, my biggest needs, offensive line, edge, tight end, linebacker, then corner, mix in corner there. Safety, people are going to talk about. I'm not taking a safety super early. Sorry. Um, to me, my priority is offensive line, edge, tight end, and linebacker. Those are the picks that I'm looking at in, with the, in the first and second round. Those positions are what I'm trying to target. It's important, especially tight end now at this point. It's worse than what I thought it was going to be this year. It's not good. Really not good. Travis, Ohio. Travis, what do you got, buddy? Hey, Matt. Yo. Travis from Ohio. What up? Hey, buddy. That was brutal. Yes, sir. I wish we all didn't have to endure that, but my takeaways are different now after reassessing everything and watching Robert Sala's press conference actually on Monday. Okay. Uh, he was very zen and everything else, but he's been preaching, creating culture around here and. A culture getting blown out by 50-plus to the Patriots is not the culture I want. I agree. And, <laughs> I agree. I give him this, though. He did talk me off the ledge a little bit. And I know he's a rookie head coach. We've got a rookie quarterback who's injured, unfortunately. And rookie offensive coordinator who listens. Whenever you script out 25, gosh darn, and the best thing I can say, plays that don't work in that blowout, guess what? The guys in MMA and UFC and boxing, anything else, you got to give what you're get, getting. I mean, you got to react. You don't just, hey, I'm going to do this no matter what he does to me. No, it's a contact sport. It's a gladiator sport. You gotta 
you got to adjust on the fly. You, you you got to see defenses. you got to see holes in the schemes. you got to play chess instead of checkers or eat checkers. Like, their offensive scheme is all out of whack, and especially how they're using guys that we know can play. And on, on the same subject, Morgan Moses should be at left tackle because he played it last year to effectiveness. George Fant sucks after watching um, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker's highlight reel and all the times he's been covering for Fant on left tackle. Hopefully Makai gets back because Fant sucks on the left. Put him back on the right. Anyway, um, the difference between reasons and excuses is results. And that's all we're getting. I mean, like I said, I like Robert Silva. I I hope Oh, got him cut. Sorry, Travis, but I, I understand the direction you were going there. I would like to get a little bit more of the reactions. I I truly get it. I do. Um, Sal is not that guy. He's not going to be a rah-rah guy. What I would have liked to see is the teammates come to the defense of Zach Wilson a little bit. Not a soul moved on that sideline when he got hit. That I don't get. That I don't like. They need they need something. Elijah Vera Tucker's been playing better. I want to see Makai Becton back. I don't. I'm not as down on Fant as you are, but I mean Makai, you got to get Makai Becton back in here and ready to go. He's the future. Got to have him. It sucks that this is like the tone. This is it. We can't get into. We're not. I don't care about this Bengals game. They're ten point underdogs at home. It's awful. It's embarrassing. James, New Jersey. James, what do you got for my friend? Maddie, 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 yo. It's James from New Jersey. How's it going, buddy? Uh, um, I'm calling out of concern, man. You look more PO'd in your videos. I am. Than I've ever seen in the tank last year. Um, but how are you, man? I hope you're doing good. I know you're not doing good. We had a I had a crap show of a blowout last uh, this past weekend against the past. I know it sucks, man. I'm getting here to give you some optimism to, to just Keep your head up, buddy. Thank right. you. You are the reason why Jet fans try to keep some optimism going around. I mean, I know it's hard to be optimistic, but you are a face of of, of some Jets nation here. So you got to keep your head up for us, buddy, okay? I'm doing this to the bonus conference to you, my friend. I appreciate um, this, James. But I'm just checking in, man. I haven't caught up in a couple weeks. You've been busy for me all the time. You should get busy for me. Um, you know, I hope you're doing good. Just keep your head up. Uh, but what do you think about this Joe Flacco trade? I know everyone's going to give different comments about it because we could have got him in off season. We let him walk instead of wasting a draft pick. I mean, trading him for a six-round draft pick is not too bad. I mean, I consider that a bit of a – I mean, there could be value to the draft pick if we make the right pick for 2022, but it could also be like the like, – well, I'm like to call it maybe a ghost pick. Who knows? The, that pick may not be beneficial or might, you know, might have been a waste of a pick. It might have been. I'm not sure. But what are your opinions? You can totally – Tell me what your opinion is. I don't know, but I think it's the right call. You know, we probably could have done this off season and not waste the draft pick. Yeah. It is what it is. But again, man, keep your head up. It's going to be fine. 
eventually something's going to turn around. Maybe I hope before so. we're out of this earth, but something will turn around. Thank you for listening in and go Jets. Talk to Matt. I appreciate that, James. You brought a smile to my face. I really, really appreciate it. You're a good dude. Um, as far as it goes with Joe Flacco, yeah, I mean, I don't feel comfortable running Mike White out there. I just don't. Um, and while it would have made a ton more sense to re-sign him in the offseason than have to give up a pick, it's a six-rounder. They have a ton more picks. Maybe it turns into a fifth. Maybe. But they have so many picks. That's the thing, man. Were they unprepared with their roster? Yeah, probably. You can make that case at this point. But listen, I'm not going to lose sleep over losing a potential sixth or fifth round pick. We'll see. It'd probably be two or three games. I think I can live with it. And hopefully, Zach sits, learns, talks with Joe. I don't know. I'm just looking for any kind of positive spin there. Vinny, Connecticut. Vin, what's up, my friend? What's up, man? Vinny in Connecticut here calling in again. So here's my suggestion for this will-be-gone offense that we've been watching for the past few weeks. Okay. How about the Jets entertain the idea of bringing in an offensive consultant to oversee this dreaded operation that they're trying to run out every Sunday? If you can recall, back in the Sanchez days, they brought in Tom Moore, who was um, one of Peyton Man's main man. Peyton Man, I can't talk. Peyton Manning's um, offensive guys. Um, I don't know if he was the coordinator or the quarterback's coach at the time to try to give them, you know, a free piece of advice of how they should run things with a young quarterback. The first name that comes to mind that I would suggest that's out there would be North Turner. I mean, he was a three-time head coach in this league, and he won a couple championships as an offensive coordinator back in the Dallas Cowboy days of the early 90s. And here's an even better name to suggest. How about Mike Shanahan? You know, Kyle's dad, who is the mastermind behind this Shanahan-style offense that, you know, he trended onto his son. That that would be a good idea because from what I've seen from this little kid, and I don't even want to say his name, that little kid on the sideline that caused this disgraceful offense, I can't take it anymore with his predictable plays, bland offense, boring garbage. I mean, everybody knows that the, at every NFL offense, the first 15 plays are scripted. They had 10 days to prepare. And once again, as soon as I sat down on the couch, I looked at my kid and I said, watch, they're going to go three and out. And I called it. And we as Jets fans, remember at the beginning of the year, we were petrified of losing this guy to another team to be a head coach in two years or less. What a disgrace. But that being said, the least they could do is get an offensive consultant here to try to oversee what's going on and offer their insight. Coach Jets. I I like where your head's at. Mike Mike Shan. Why is a seventy year old Mike Shanahan, who's been an out of the league since twenty thirteen, going to come and be a consultant for the Jets? What's well, the incentive on his side? I don't know. What's Doug Peterson doing? Where's he at? I mean, that's someone who he wants to get back in the NFL. I'm sure. I don't know. Mike Shanahan? I'd be very, very surprised. Brian Atlanta. There's another long one. Hey, Matt. Brian from Atlanta again. Yeah, I'm going to rant for a minute, man. Uh, Go for it. This is what this show's about. Tired of the same old crap. Embarrassed. This team is horrible. Horrible. 
coaches are so in over their heads. Just watch their uh, post-game press conferences. Their press conferences on Monday, the floor, laughing during the press conference, don't know what there is to laugh about with this team. Must be nice to get paid and not have to worry about any kind of consequences. Sala saying that it's not his job to motivate the team. Uh, he needs to look up coaching dictionary. It's just, it's horrible. Last week I called in about True Jets fans. Well, this is how True Jets fans are feeling. They're disgusted. Yep. It's just crap. Um, my wife's an LSU fan. Okay. Uh, so she's a big Joe Burrow fan. Uh, she's a Jet fan, but she likes Joe Burrow. Surprised her a couple of years ago for Christmas and took her to the, uh, championship game here in Atlanta, the Chick-fil-A, where uh, oh, awesome. LSU played. It's the only saving grace I've had the last couple of weeks is after a quarter and a half of horrendous football, I turn on Cincinnati game, and we sit there and we watch that. And now this week, I don't even get that respite because no, they're, going against they're you. playing each other. So i got to watch this uh, crap all 60 minutes of it. So I don't even get that break. Sorry, buddy. Man, three questions. Mm-hmm. First question. Uh, do you honestly see another win on this schedule? Because I don't. Maybe Houston, if we play tough, but this team is so bad, so badly coached. I just don't see it. Teams that I thought we would beat, like Miami, maybe Philly, no. They're they're just that bad. Um, Two, is there anybody that you would not trade from this team? Because there's not one person that I don't think if somebody calls for them, they need to go. Even if it's just to fill up our soda machine in the locker room one time, some of these guys I'd do that with. Ouch. You, if Houston called tomorrow or today for Wilson and our two first-round draft picks for Deshaun Watson, I'd take that too. It's just that bad. And lastly, it's kind of a rhetorical one, but just whose life are we going to ruin with our two first-round picks next year? I feel so bad for these young guys that come in here. We ruined Sam Darnold. It's obvious now. Yeah, he's People were, toast. you know, touting him the first three games, but now the true colors have come out. He's horrible. We ruined him. Beckton's always hurt. It's just. And there you got cut. Um. Okay. First question. You have. Texans, two Dolphins games, Jaguars, Eagles as winnable. Not saying they're winning all those games. Those are five games on the slate where you say, okay, maybe they have a chance. Um, I don't. I would be very careful about anything Deshaun Watson related. Um, I'm not trading. Makai, I'm not trading Quinnen. I'm not trading John Franklin Myers. I'm not trading CJ Mosley. I'm not trading Bryce Hall. Uh, I'm not trading, let's see, on the offensive side, Corey Davis, Michael Carter, um, Elijah Moore, Denzel. So, I mean, yeah, most of the roster is probably up for grabs, but there's guys you're, you're not getting. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, there's no. Well, I don't know what else there is to say. Maybe that should be the podcast title. It's bad. 
It is. Pat, New York. Hey, Matt. This is Pat from New York. Uh, just absolutely deflating loss against New England. You know, two weeks, and that's this is the best we could come up with, you know. And we played this team already. Like, we, we knew what we had to do to get the job done. Uh, sadly, I played them in fantasy this week, and that defense just lost me in my week, so I'm a little upset. But my question is, why is everybody abandoning ship on Joe Douglas? I mean, look, if you look at his drafts, we've gotten some pretty quality players and starters from all of these drafts he's had so far. Looking at Makai Becton, AVT, Mims, both Michael Carters, just to name a few. Ashton Davis has been all right, but serviceable as a safety. Like, even on the guys that aren't star players in the draft, like, they are serviceable. They're, they have talent. So uh, my question is, you know, why are people abandoning Joe Douglas so quickly? And what should we look in for this upcoming draft in terms of uh, players? Should we look for linemen? Should we look for more playmakers? Or should we try and get more corners? Uh, love the show, man. Great content. Only bright spot this Jet season so far. Go Jets. Have a good one. Yeah. Um, so... They're critical of the 2020 class because Becton's hurt. Mims isn't being used properly. Uh, and then beyond that, Bryce Hall's a good find. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a lot of – there's some whiffs in the middle rounds there, which is uh, – I get. Um, he hasn't been perfect. Uh, I think he deserves criticism and part of the blame for where they are. Um, I, I still would like Joe Douglas to be the general manager. Um and then for the 2022 draft class, offensive line, edge, linebacker, tight end. Those are my main positions that I'm attacking. Corner, you have to address, obviously, but that seems like something they're willing to wait on. Safety in the later rounds, fine. You're obviously going to mix in free agency in there as well, but those are my main positions that I'm attacking. Linebacker, did I mention linebacker? I don't remember if I did, but there you go. Last one, we made it to the end of the vent. Tim. Tim, what do you got? Hey, Matt. My name is Tim. I lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I used to be living in Staten Island. I'm a lifelong New York Judge fan. My question, Matt, and I'd like you to discuss this, is sure. I know they just got Flacco, but my question is, why did Joe Douglas make the colossal mistake of not having a veteran quarterback signed going into this season. That is ridiculous. There is no excuse for it. It was a major, major blunder, and it will totally wreck this whole year. The coaching staff is in over their head. I don't know why they weren't lobbying Joe Douglas for – uh, a veteran presence to help Wilson along, but it's ridiculous, brother. Thanks. Uh, I wish I had an answer for you, Tim. I wish I did. I don't know. Don't know. Mike White and James Morgan was their plan, <laughs> and they brought in Josh Johnson, who in his last start had a 37 passer rating and 91 passing yards. Don't know. Wish I had a good answer for you. There is no good answer. It was a mistake. They've had a, a lot of issues at linebacker. They've had issues with injury at that position, play calling. Uh, but just 
tight end, the, the positions that probably weren't addressed enough in free agency in the draft, right guard, tight end, linebacker, and backup quarterback. All sticks out. All stick out. But, yeah, they should have had a veteran in here. But, I'm not. I mean, they got one now. Better late than never, I guess. Don't know. That's my spin. That's it for episode 89. Sorry for the doom and gloom, but that's the vibe of Jets fans right now. It's hard to get excited. We're going through the motions right now, just like the team. So the best podcast episode we've ever done? Probably not, but I, I needed to have that vent session. That's why we went call heavy. Get your voice out there. And uh, we'll see. Stay tuned on the channel for more coverage throughout the week. But for now, I'm Matt O'Leary. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time.